0: Welcome, 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 Thrice. Welcome, dear listeners. Welcome to Sunday morning after yesterday's, in the end, good tool job. Probably would have taken that at Watford, Vicarage Road yesterday. But before we get into the coverage of yesterday's um, performance by Mill, I thought we'd have our regular punditgames.co.uk Question, Pundit Games number one football quiz game with various genres of football. So I'm going to illustrate with you today, I've got two two questions for you this morning to give you a taste of how the ball game works. It's a um, great Christmas present, great birthday present. Uh, visit punditgames.co.uk and select the Akhtang Millwall drop down and then that way every sale that gets made benefits the Lions Food Hub, the listeners. But yes, as I say, it's a ball game, you score goals against your opponent and you get goals by answering a sequence of questions of varying footballing um, subjects and genres, as I say. So, uh, some questions are, as you'd expect, um, easier than others. I've selected a, a double header for you this morning, listeners. Answers to come at the end of today's show. Um, but first, question from is from the Champions League. Um, and then I'm going to go with one from the football league, just to give you a contrast of um, names and um, and 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 levels. Uh, so the first one is a question from the Champions League. This is one of the silkiest players the game has ever seen. He's invented more tricks than David Blaine says pundits. This Brazilian icon is remembered for leading Barcelona in the competition's biggest ever comeback, overturning a four-nil deficit from the first leg very well known name here so his career spans Santos of Brazil uh, 177 appearances for Santos uh, 107 goals 2009 to 13 he then went to FC Barcelona 2013 to 17 123 appearances 68 goals for Barcelona Now applies his trade at Paris Saint-Germain 2017 to to date. 92 appearances, 69 goals, as as this question was printed. He's played for the Brazilian Olympic team 14 times and scored 8 goals, 2012 to 16, and also 2010 um, Brazilian national team, 118 appearances, 73 goals. So there we are, Paris Saint-Germain and FC Barcelona, Brazilian hitman, very well-known name in the game. But just to give you a bit of a contrast, And I'm only really selecting this um, question really to put the the two unlikely names in the same sentence at the end of today's show. This is a Football League question. So there we have uh, one from the the, uh, Champions League. This one is from the Football League. Uh, I I never get these ones, listeners. So this, this player started at Celtic. He's a Scottish goalkeeper, making his name in Wales with Cardiff City and helping them win... Promotion to the Premier League in 2013. Three years later, Hull City signed this goalkeeper for £5 million. Uh, He's got 47 Scotland caps to his name. He's now playing for QPR. So, a Scottish goalkeeper began at Celtic, took in a couple of loans at Norwich, then a long stretch with Cardiff City, 2009 to 2016, 264 appearances for Cardiff. On to Hull City, Wigan Athletic, Derby County, and now 2022, With QPR, he's made 47 appearances for the Scottish national team and four for the Scottish under-21. So there we are. We're going to go from one extreme to the other. that's punditgames.co.uk. Select the Millwall drop-down. And uh, the Lions Food Hub gets a a boomsy bumsy, dear listeners. So anyway, on to today's show. The answers to those questions will come at the end of today's coverage of yesterday's Watford game.
1: You're listening to Acton Moor, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute.
0: Hello, dear listeners. Welcome, one and all. Welcome to Vicarage Road for the uh, the, ma- the, the meeting of the mediocre, the Battle of ba- Adam Barrett's Last Stand, perhaps. I'm uh, we'll just in your way, in dear listeners. Welcome to uh, Acton Mill By the way, forget my and Q's, my niceties. I'm looking at the carcass of a dead pigeon caught in the net high above me. Quite literally, this is no metaphor, there was a dead pigeon caught up in the roof netting here at Watford. Perhaps it's seen Adam Barrett's team selection, dear listeners. We're trying to fathom it out. We can't decide whether Norton Cuffy is playing on the left or on the right, whether Danny Mac, who returns to the team, is on the right or the left. As you can hear, 2,000 Millwall fans are here to, to back their team come what may, but it's a bewildering selection this afternoon. Assessment, uh, Murray Wallace, uh, Jake Cooper, Chris Harding, Norton Cuffey i putting on the left in a wing-back position, Danny Mack on the right, then Casper uh, uh, De Noor and George Saddle, Zian Fleming, uh, Honeyman and Bradshaw up front somehow. Um, it does have that kind of um, unknown quality to all, dear listeners. Both teams in 15th and 16th position in in the table, Watford on the back of a decent win at Swansea, I think it was a last minute goal to win it for them, 1-0. The Lions, of course, after that very highly disappointing loss at home to Blackburn Rovers. Is this going to be Adam Barrett's last stand in this has In a difficult position, injuries have um, hit the squad, left, right and centre of course. But that said, it's um, has it, the uh, the team selection has a kind of an avant-garde, experimental look about it. We'll see. See what we got. We're just waiting for the two teams to come onto the pitch. It's a packed away end, dear listeners. 2,000 Millwall made the journey up the M1 or up the uh, Metropolitan Line or various other methods again. The bus, I suppose. The away end is heaving. National ground filling up a tight condensed stadium, Vicarage Road, it's changed over the years, I remember coming here a long while ago, there are allotments at the back side of the, of the far end, I think that's called the Rook the End, but anyway, so come the two sides, middle and white and black this afternoon, obviously Montford in there, yellow and black. Zeb Carl's, think all your older heads out there, police, police serial heads. There's a flag-waving display, that's what the uh, the request asked what that is down there, it is. there's Yellow and black flags, very pretty. But can they fight? Danny Mank on the right, on the back four. Looks like a three really Norton Cuffey in midfield, say that. With uh, Deleu and Sam. Honeyman on the left side as we kick off. So further forward would be Zian and Tom Berkshaw. Where are we going? From wearing actually quite a bizarre, this black and yellow zigzag type design. Awful modern shirt. Awful modern shirt, listeners. Just... Anyway, round are underway. <laughs> the gentleman has a drum, sir. Watford <laughs> pressing forms now, listeners. Six minutes. On our, our left, ball into the middle. Runs away, opportunity on the D, charged down, the 39 loose, inside the penalty area, shot on target and bar, bats away. It's oh, it's gone to Cannon Dean, that's desperately unlucky. Cannon Dean, as it was being cleared, is Cannon in off the middle of player, I couldn't say who it was. One more, Watford. That is desperately unlucky. Adam Barrett's having no luck at all there, listeners. We'll have to see that again. I couldn't tell you who, who, who shot, who's clearing it, and who it do, Let's have a look at the big screen now. Thirty-nine was clear. He, he put it into the danger zone. It was bouncing around, and yeah, it's in somehow. Like the old blue song? We the only luck we got is bad luck. That's coming off. It's actually coming off of a North forward. Now I know how the dead pigeon feels, listeners. So last and that come was in charge. we 2 0 up with five minutes to go. We lost 3 2. Yeah, no. And they kept him on. That was there. Yeah. It's half a foot of the fucking round. Boring naked. and now He's back in charge again. Watford again pressing in on our left. Oh, it was a shot across goal. Too easy. No, the man is right. That was too easy. Ten minutes. Mill we'll dodge a bullet there, listeners. The uh, ball came in. Cross comes shot from the left-hand side as they attack. Uh, it was wide of the right of the post, but there was a, a attacker lurking there. Oh, Greg Zian now, just on the right side. Pulled into the middle, that's gonna go for a Millwall corner, right side of Coney. Comes 11 minutes. Hardingman's gonna take it. In it comes, is a deep one. Aiming towards Coney, was shot, that was um, Savile. Put it back into this it's actually come widewards to um the Noor now. Ball into the middle, that's a beautiful crossing. Boris, one-hour! One-o, man! one One-o! Ball in from the right, Casper Dano! Zion Fleming low with a header! one One-o! <laughs> Give him the job! Give him the job! <laughs> Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the darling, the darling of Tampa Road. Nice header. Nice finish. The and Fleming. There's a linkage for you, listeners. <laughs> Who your you fancy as manager? Who would mu- no, you make a musket? me. Musket? Yeah. No, I, know. I, know, I know he gets his reputation, physical player, disciplinary. He a very, very good player for me. A brilliant I, player. I
2: just
0: think that we need someone in there that's got a bit of fucking. Star from scratch as well. i don't your podcast, yeah. Stuart, i Nick. I think he's both thinks he's sat next to the phone and talked to himself. So oh, you are. <laughs> yeah, I was good, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think, I think it, we need someone with a bit of bollocks just yeah. to go in there and shake things up, you know. That's important, it's not an easy club to manage when it turns, it goes against you. I mean, we've clearly got the players, but then. I think we do. Think defensively, just... we need improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But going I forward, think... I mean, they are. Fleming, Fleming and Dodore are two fantastic players. It's probably, you know, the players in that will give us like 100%. Yeah, no, I agree, agree. Well, a fair amount of excitement inside 14 minutes. <laughs> we've got the whole gamut of Millwall Emotion there, listeners. 15 minutes, there's a bit of treatment for the, um, I think it's Bradshaw getting a bit of treatment, he's going to have to go off the pitch. Sport, Watford. They would have set back on their heels somewhat, is that um, equaliser. I think they thought they were on a roll there. It was a very um, unfortunate goal from a real perspective to so put them in front, but that was a nicely worked equaliser. Both teams coming to us with four wins, four draws and five losses of a less real, as I said at the start of the show the uh, meeting of the mediocre but it's been Millwall looking quite bright so far we're ticking towards the 20th minute not quite the halfway point in the first half but after that disastrous early start by Millwall we've actually looked um, much improved, pressing well up high, green shoots of recovery as the uh, cliche has it Who's your choice for Millwall manager dear listeners who would you go for? I get every sense Muscat is the fan's choice whether he's available, he's still a manager of Japan, this is, this is uh, Fleming, does well to win the ball there, and he fairly central, probably a long way out for a shot, he might fancy it though, Zian's on a roll, 20 minutes, coming towards 21 minutes, central, I think he does fancy it, that's Zian, isn't it, he's an artist, he's a creator, and I said that in a French accent, did you get that? Who want to have a goal here. There'll be some goal if he gets it in from this distance. Long way, I would say 30, 30 plus yards. He's always taking it short. Deceived everyone. Honeyman with the ball in. He's bouncing around and uh, Watford bring away. Chance for a break. In actual fact, that's a great tackle there, George Honeyman. Great tackle, the crowd loved that, and left the 18 team rolling around on the floor. Ideal stuff. Millwall crowd not happy that uh, Millwall have uh, broken play to let him have treatment. It suits us, I think. I think that's a percentage decision. The crowd aren't happy, they weren't to break back down the other end. But I think that was um, a pro decision, to There's a pro decision. A bit of loose play there by Joe. The Gives Watford the ball on lovely play. Uh, George Humber doing really well. Left his man rolling around again, the team. That's a free kick for it, I think it was a lovely play. Certainly, certainly hurt him. He's rolled back on the pitch. He's rolling off the pitch, he's rolled back on it. No yellow cards. Now he's sitting up and he's all right he was rolling around like he'd been shot now he's on his feet it's, it's, um, it's a poor side of the modern game isn't it i, I you know i know that, that all the teams do it to some level but blimey the 18 for Watford whoever he is <laughs> where's the shooter anyway free kick for Watford on the right It's whipped in, it's batted away by Bart, not very far unfortunately, it's still in play, it's gonna go for a goal kick, corner, corner, I thought it was a goal kick, 26 minutes for Watford. In it comes, bouncing around, point blank save, wow, that yeah, was the 18, It was nearly dead a moment ago, um, brilliant save, world-class save by Bart Bielkowski on the line now, point blank range. That was a brilliant save by the way, I mean I'm still reverberating with that uh, point blank save it was kind of like a scissor kick by the 18 and Bart was on the line somehow he got to it I don't know how he did that it was a Bart save a Bart miracle save to order in it comes Let's Flick heading it over this is now on the right uh, there right balls into the box Jake skids off his boots gone for a corner right side of the corner a bit of pressure here Millwall Number 12 to take. In it comes. It's a near post ball. It's off the line by uh, Danny Mack. Wow. Some decent crossing coming in here, listeners. Thankfully, to no effect so far. The long ball forwards taken well inside the penalty. There's a danger on the right-hand side. That's pulled back and cleared by Jules Savile. There's a moment there, listeners, where I thought we had a really bad situation on the hands. As it is, it's gone for a throw-in on the, on the uh, left side. 31 minutes. They've been taking a lot of pressure the last few minutes and they've been looking quite dangerous coming forwards. Watford again on their left ball in. Should be We're just giving the ball back. Unfortunately, that's that's the problem at the moment. When we do get the ball, we're giving it straight back to them. They're having large, large slices of possession. And we're chasing after it a lot. 34 minutes. Watford man rolling around as per their team script. It's a free kick, and it's going to be a yellow card Seven, it's obviously fucking for
1: 37
0: up. minutes. You can't roll around that if you ain't hurt. They do roll around a lot, dear listeners. 43rd minute. It's back with Watford now, coming down our right, which has very much been the story of That's a great crunching tackle uh, challenge there by Murray Wallace. But, um, yeah, as I've said a few times, we've really allowed them a lot of the ball and they pass well and they spread the ball well. We're not doing anything to combat that. It's been a half of largely watching yellow shirts pass the ball to each other, often across the middle and then the long diagonal, which we haven't really um, caught up with really, that long diagonal pass. Um, they have had moments. We've really had nothing since the equalizing goal. We've got to address that. I mean. At uh, what point we'll make changes? We need the ball to go forwards and stay forwards for a period of time. We're not doing that at the moment. Here they come now on the right side. It's going to be a corner. Right side of the corner from the Watford perspective. Some near post bullets headed clear by Zian up. Fleming.
1: Back, side, get up here.
0: back to our yellow shirt, listeners. This, this is the problem of the half. As we clear it, goes back to them. And here they come now down the right side. That should be. Oh, he's put it wide. The eight's put it wide. How did he miss that? Blimey. Ball back from the byline, found the eight in free space inside on penalty area. For open goal, pretty much. He managed to put it wide left. Lions dodge a bullet. Oh yeah. referee can't wait to blow up for halftime when we are on a rare attack. There we are, one each at half halftime. Um, touch of fortune or misfortune, whichever way you want to look at it, uh, for about the goal, to, but what for the head in off their own forward after I think it was Danny Mack was trying to clear it. Lines then worked a really nice equaliser a few minutes later, but since then we've been very much on the back foot, watching the game being played in front of us, whilst Watford um largely speaking retain the ball, but then every now and again put the ball through down the, the flanks. Anyway, work to be done in the second half. One all at half time.
3: Achtung Milba.
0: Welcome back, dear listeners. Both teams are entering the field of play. We've been having a nice conversation with the chaps around me about um, prospective managerial candidates. Musket, I mean, certainly I'm going purely by the boys around me at Vicarage Road. Musket is, uh, by some distance, favourite. Um, everybody else, well, you know, so-so. But Musket, certainly for his, his track record in Japan and Australia, but also the linkage with Ange. Of course, top of the table, incidentally. Um, and looking quite good on it, I thought. But uh, anyway, we'll see. So we're all going to be kicking us off in the second half, attacking the away ends. We need to change it. I think we were enduring that first half a little bit, watching Defford pass the ball back and forwards. We need to change it. We need to get the ball forwards and keep it now, if it's all possible. That will need maybe... Um, other personnel anyway no changes at half time this this will be honeymoon to kick us off and away we go <laughs> incidentally the betting markets are um fickle things at the best of times aren't they i was looking on sky bet i think musket had gone downwards he was four or five or something like that to one michael beale now is favorite according to sky bet when i looked before i came out the door earlier on around the North Circular, I don't know, um, I'm hoping that the ball would have some kind of um, plan. Anyway, here comes Watford down our right side, the two, surging run all the way, it's put wide somehow, it was trickling, But this shot blocked, Bart was down and it somehow trickled past the right side post with a follow-up forward following in, that was another bullet dodge there, dear listeners. 46 minutes. from pretty much not far so short of kickoff stop raining listeners floodlights are on we'll tumble chill descending Murray Wallace to take the free kick 49 comes almost 50 minutes chip forwards As Jake he gets a header on it it's almost falls into the path of Fleming back to Danny Mack now another floater into wools it's bouncing around, a bit of kerfuffle in the Watford defence. He takes it into touch, going a to throw in, no wall. Another long throw, I think. Left side. No, Watford throw. George Honeyman, but um, another yellow shirt in the way, unfortunately. Honeyman doing some great work, wins the ball back, brilliant work, George Honeyman there. Norton Cuffey turns it into trouble slightly. And they bring it away 51 minutes 52 nearly whatever your thoughts on Millwall's current uh, managerial predicament listeners, thank think you're lucky stars you don't follow a club with a drummer that'll do my head in week in week out listen to that there's ball into the middle skids across the uh, six yard box We've gone for a throw in throw-in. Trying to think of some Watford icons. I mean, the only two that spring to mind really are Elton John, who is plastered all over the uh, the club here and the, the town centre. And I suppose George Michael, who didn't come from Bushy, is that near, near here? I'd rather lose my geography. Driving up here today was a bit of a follow Google Close Things. I don't really know where I'm going around it. Park's in the town centre. Jerry Halliwell. After that, it's a bit like famous Belgians. Casper de accepted. I can't think of any. Sons of Watford. Darren Ward. Sean Dice played for him for a while as well, didn't he? I'm out of ammunition now with Watford icons. Iconography. Oh, Bart almost caught in possession there. It's going to go for a... It's actually still in play. I mean, the uh, Watford player chased him in there. The referee's given free kick, blimey, got very, very lucky, must have gone out from, for a goal kick, he got very lucky there, listeners, 56 and a half minutes, caught napping, Watford player chased him in, almost had a goal to put it into. This is uh, Watford now on the right side, scum's ticking towards 58 minutes, good defending there by Millwall, we do poof it clear, but straight to a yellow shirt, this is, um, it's disease this is a shot from distance battered away by bart well. it was on target it was a scuff shot down low but bart got down to it well Good say 58 minutes substitution here this is ryan longman coming in <laughs> honeyman's coming out always played well but on the first half i would have any man in of the match but um, that would probably take him out of that he was having a knock or something. I don't know. He's coming up on Ryan long Come to 59 minutes, dear listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Dunmore. <laughs> Ryan Fleming just on the D. What can he do? He's trying to work space for a shot. Shot on oh, just over the bar. Work space well there. Got a nice shot. It was a chip shot, but it was just high. Right, right top hand corner. 62 minutes. from Millwall throw it's going to be a long one I think by the probably in line with the line of the uh penalty area Cooper's forward Murray Wallace is forward just Danny Mack back at the moment everyone else is in and around the penalty area and it comes that was short unfortunately 37 got there first Norton Cuffey takes his man on. beats his man somehow he's through oh Longman. Beautiful run, Brook Norton Cuffey. Dangerous, direct into the penalty, it falls to Ryan Longman, who shoots just wide right. Mill's best moment since the goal. 65 minutes. That was exciting, great to see Brook Norton Cuffey making a run like that. He has an ability, reminds me of um, Paul Eiffel. Doug in Sweden compared him to Chicken George back in the old days of the first division days, but that ability to somehow go past the man, somehow still have a ball at his feet when you think logic would dictate that he'd lost it. We but Norton Cuffey's got that quality to the... That's a quaint old-fashioned song now, isn't it, with the you know libraries generally closing running out of money kids not knowing what books are anymore asking the question whether it's a library or not, is quite a point. point. falls to uh, Savile there gets clipped Cook got Norton Cuffey new on the attack Wallace to put Norton Cuffey again he's gonna have a go that's um, wildly ambitious over the bar 67 minutes bit more exciting dear listeners it's all we ask. A little bit of excitement. We're simple souls. We don't ask for much Adam. That's all we want. A Bit of front um, foot football. Oh, that's poor control by Wes Harding. He releases the nine. 71 minutes. Oh, that's a fantastic tackle. Fantastic tackle Wes Harding. He made the error, but he put it right. That was beautiful. On the right now. This is the 12, 76 and a half minutes. Great tackle there. That was Murray Wallace. Great tackle, solid tackle. All breaks. This is um, Savile. Can Murray get there? He can't. Just in front of him. Lack the pace, Lack the pace. 77 minutes. This is Norton Cuffey now on the run. Wes Harding come in, come in. pounds it in there. It's gone for a corner, right side of the corner, Millwall. 83 and a half minutes. Joe Stavell to take it, and it comes from Saville Wes Harding, yeah, two one. Wes Harding, Lawrence Weedy, two one. Wes Harding. 84 minutes! Basic caller in met well by Wes Harding, heads it downwards, bounces into the net, it's 2 one bill wall! Is it a managerial genius? Oh dear, oh dear! Football, <laughs> Watford fans streaming for The Exits. Still a long way to go. That's still five minutes, and out of time. I don't like that fucking song. Wish we'd stop singing it. We're the home. We're the home. Don't sing it. No kick Millwall. Left side, halfway inside the Watford half. It's going to be Joel Savile that takes. Pumped in. It's into George Jake Cooper. Oh, it's under the line, around. There. Oh. What did he do? Handball. Hint of handball in there, referee, give nothing. Came down off the crossbar. Wow. I thought we handballed it. Very erratic referee, Listen, this is when it's working in our favour, we'll take it. It's be a nerve wracking seven minutes yet to go. Five minutes to go, sorry. Ball in the middle, headed down with some close range, two each. Oh. Good move down the left wing. Ball in. They've been doing that all game. In fairness, so, I mean, there's a, a striker three in the middle, two each. Let's have a look on the replay. Ball into the middle. There's a striker three, close range. we have got to be careful. We don't give it away here, listeners. That was Adam Barrett's modus us up around our Brentford. If anyone remembers that game when he was in charge last an entertaining half that's for sure first half at times felt a bit like watching Watford pass the ball around but certainly has been more action in the second half this should be the last action of the game I think it's coming towards 30 seconds to go here it's got a free kick for Millwall on the left side it's gonna be George Savile to take it the last free kick was disappointing what can we do with this one it's better better delivery it's behind everybody unfortunately that's gonna go for a throw-in Millwall throw-in. There it is, full-time. It finishes two each. Um, Disappointing having got in front Millwall. We did better in the second half than we did in the first half. Um, I think there's still a long way to go for the Lions. Watford showed how to pass them all. We spread the plate. They weren't very effective with their possession, but um, to relinquish that by Millwall is disappointing. There we are. It finishes Millwall 2, Watford 2, Millwall 2 at Vicarage Road. Thank you for your time and attention, dear listeners.
3: Achtung, Milwain.
4: Right, come on then, now you've got a couple of minutes, do your jobs and, and you're going to see the game out. So really frustrated, disappointed to be, obviously. I thought we, you end up throwing away two points there at the end. Um, and we've got to be better than that. You know, the lads, they know that. And we've, we've got to make sure that when you're in them positions, that you come away with a point, um, all three points there. Just just disappointing when you, you know, really, we should be coming away there with three points. It's
0: a tough place to come to as well, and, and considering we're, we're low as it is on players available to be dealt with a Joe Bryan injury and a an late... Alan Campbell um, withdrawal from the squad due to illness. You're having to switch things around. You've got George Savile back in the starting lineup, and George Honeyman as well, who haven't played a lot of football recently, but certainly gave themselves a good account on the pitch and gave you that extra bit of energy you probably needed.
4: Yeah, definitely, it's been tough. There's no, you know, I'm not here to make excuses, but the squad is depleted. You know, we've got a lot of young lads on the bench there, and you come into a very, very difficult place. You know, these are a talented side; they've got a lot of. have you seen there? Individuals can do something out of nothing. Uh, I thought Joel Savile was outstanding today. I thought he, he put a real leader's performance on. Um, so I was, I was delighted with that. You know, over the last week, so he's been excellent. I think his attitude's been superb, and he's, he's trained like a leader. And and I thought he produced that today. So I was delighted for him.
0: That was, of course, the voice of Adam Barrett speaking um, to Mill TV after yesterday's tour draw. Uh, Some interesting points there. I mean, the return of Jules Saville, I thought, dear listeners, was um, crucial in the much stronger overall performance. I think at times in that first half yesterday, we looked a bit um, at at sea. I mean, um, it's interesting when you do the edit back of the voice notes that you take in real time because um, in real standing there on on, that uh, away end at at Watford yesterday, I, I had every impression that Watford outplayed us for large chunks. I'm not so sure listening back to it. They certainly had a lot of the football and a lot of possession, particularly in the first half. We did dodge a few bullets in the first half. Um but I make Adam right in the return of the leadership quality both with Jules Savile and in Wes Harding, who I thought was a pretty much um, a rock. And it's interesting when you do review, you know, um the 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 voice notes at the end of the game because at the time sometimes things get past you a little bit. Um Certainly, I thought Saville played really well yesterday. And the, the frustration of Adam Barrett is evident. That was a, a massive chance to get a win. And one of the big faults and the big problems that we've had for some time, especially under Gary Rowett in recent times, is this mental weakness to hold on to a lead. Um, to Having got in front yesterday and, and done that well with a, a nice goal, nicely taken finish by, by Wes Harding. Um, we should have closed it out and we didn't. And I've not seen the goals back, but I understand that um, you know there may have been defensive errors with the break forwards by what for all I can remember seeing from the other end of the pitch is the forward loose in the air and no one on him. So that's a defensive error um, where the, the account gets charged to. I, I'll leave that to Adam Barrett. Just looking as I'm speaking to you, dear listeners, at the odds checker betting market. I've checked more betting market sites in recent times than I've ever done in my life. It's an interesting one. OddsChecker are saying Michael Bill is now even money. Michael Bill is even money. Uh, Nathan Jones, 9-4. to four. Kevin Muscat, very much the fans' favourite. You would have heard the comments speaking to the boys around me at, uh, at Vicarage Road yesterday. Uh, very much the fans' favourite, I think it's fair to say. He's 6-1 to one on OddsChecker. Uh, the Warnock 10s and Eustace eleven. 11s. The entry of um, QPR, and I'd see just before... I started recording this Bristol City into the managerial market will obviously um, skew things somewhat from our point. I I hope we get this resolved soon. Um, I think as sad as as um I feel for Adam Barrett. I don't think he's quite the answer. I do think we need a a new start. It was evident to see a new approach yesterday. Um, but I think it needs a, a new voice. A new voice, very much. Anyway, um, we're going to move on now to just a few voicemails from yesterday, dear listeners. Next up is one sent to me via Twitter. It's David Lederkramer.
3: Hi, Nick. Uh, David Lederkramer here, just back from Vicarage Road after what was um, an entertaining game. Um, I had the fortune, or perhaps misfortune, to be sitting in the Watford end for uh, reasons that uh, I probably don't need to go into. But um, it was, I thought, a really um, enjoyable match. First half, we were quite poor. Started off OK, Um comical goal for their their opener. Ridiculous, really, and very bad defending. Um, Zian Fleming, I thought, um, did very well. Actually, I thought he played very well throughout the whole uh, 90 minutes, looked um, back on his game, looked interested, and of course, uh, scored our first goal. I think, though, that we were very lucky to go in at half-time, one-all. They had a lot of opportunities. They really should have been at least two or three one up by the time the break came. Second half, different story. Um, we were definitely the better team for long spells. I think we had some decent chances and looked pretty interested. i um, delighted, of course, for Wes Harding to get his uh, second successive goal. And um, I thought we would possibly hang on. But Millwall being Millwall, of course, we see with a couple of minutes to go. Overall, probably a draw not An outrageous result although when you're 2-1 up with only two or three minutes to play you obviously get very disappointed if you can't hang on. I thought that the uh, lads put a good shift in. I think there were pretty good performances from most of them. Danny Mack looked a bit at sea in the first half. A lot of um, attacks were coming down his side and he found it difficult to deal with them. Um, I didn't think Honeyman had such a brilliant game although I think I seem to be in a minority there. Um, but generally um a decent a decent away performance, disappointing, as I say, at the end, but nonetheless um it was it was it was a point on the road. uh onwards and upwards, and uh, next week a difficult test against Southampton at home. Let's see if we can do something there. Okay, bye for now.
0: Big thank you, David. Yeah, I agree. difficult one coming up against Southampton. I thought we held on just in that first half I mean Watford... Strange side, Watford listeners. Um, they passed the ball very well. They had lots and lots of possession, especially in the first half. Um, and they did um create some chances. And I think maybe on on another day we would have been a couple behind at the end of the first half. And maybe this, you know, the tone of this show and the tone of the away support would have been a lot different. Um, somehow we clung on. I, one of the things that struck me repeatedly, especially in the the last days of Gary Rowett. Is that um, our defence is is increasingly old? It's the same defence really that Neil Harris was playing in League One, got us promoted. He's a great player, as I think Jake Cooper and um, you know uh, Murray Wallace particularly, um, and Wes Harding obviously is a newcomer, but he looks like he's been in that defence a long time. But I just think that we lack a bit of pace, and I, I admire Wes Harding's leadership qualities. Another word that Adam Barrett was using regarding Joel Saville, but it's a it's a good word to be used. It's something that's gone missing in, in recent times at the Den. And I like Wes Harding for that. Um, some quicker defenders around him would, would really, really help. I do think that's an area of the of the squad that's gonna to need to be addressed by the, you know, A. N Other, the new manager, whoever that may come to be. And at the moment it's looking like Michael Beale, according to I'll check it, but that's, um, as others have said to me, that the, the betting markets are, um, you know, uh, wayward things. Let's have a listen now to John Rankin, who sent me a, a, a voicemail yesterday.
2: Hi, Nick. John Rankin just calling in. Um, after a 2-2 plot on the road, we're just sitting in the uh, temporary car park of a local junior school, Phil Junior School, which a company called Big Parking, to uh, very useful, actually. Nice little link on the Millwall website. Cost a tenner. We drove here under our own steam today, which is quite nice. So we're just having a coffee and um, then we're going to head back to the uh, not so sunny south coast. Anyway, uh, what a shame. You know, that's all I can say. I mean, first off we gave away a, oh, such a silly own goal. I think it's Murray Wallace. Bart fumbled it. Uh, it went into the back of Murray Wallace's legs off the Asprilla shot and in the goal. They gave it to Asprilla, but it was an own goal, as far as we could see. And then, you know, we clawed our way back in. Zion Fleming scored a nice goal down the other end. And we got through to half-time, one all. Obviously, people know this. So, um, my yeah. observations were, everyone seemed to play well. Norton Cuffley played well. It was interesting set-up, the way Parrots set them up. Um, so you had, you know, Jake Cooper, Wes and Murray Wallace, um, and Danny Mac as well as uh, Norbrook Cuffey with that five at the back or three at the back. But Brook Cuffey was kind of roaming all over the place. It was quite interesting. And, you know, what a contribution he made. And his defensive gears were quite good. And Danny Mac had a good game as well. I was so pleased with Danny Mac. Um, he really turned up and, uh, you know, he stood stood his man up most of the time. Zian so yeah, Fleming played well. Got a goal and looked lively. Uh, was playing very high up the pitch. You know, all you know, it was a good meal performance. Watford looked very, very good. Big, strong, aggressive, you know, uh, footballers on the ball. Passing the ball out wide. First half, they were very strong. Second half, we really played well into it. And, you know, we nicked that um, goal. Wes Hardy scored that goal from George Savile's corner. 85th minute. And, you know, what a shame that Watford equalised in the, uh, you know, the 95th minute or something stupid as it was. So, um, you know, I'm not going to be negative about any of the players, really, to be honest. with There are some obvious kind of players who are putting a shift in because we haven't got a replacement for them or a replacement is injured. Um, and they did the best they could, <clears throat> all in all. Uh, the travelling fans were quite pleased. We gave the players a good uh, round of applause at the end, and Adam Barrett came over and took some applause. So you know you can't argue with it, really. 2-2 on the road. A good afternoon out. We're just going to have a coffee from our traditional thermos flask <laughs> in the car, and then we're going to wind our way back home. So uh, see you next Saturday at the den. Come on, you lions!
0: Fantastic stuff, John. Hope you enjoyed your coffee, mate. Um, yeah, well done to everyone that travelled up there. Two thousand Millwall fans. Um, strange ground, Watford. It's it's not a bad ground actually. I, I it's very close to the town centre. It's got all the right ingredients, and somehow they contrived to produce the most. Um, it's like Palace without the personality. There. Um, very odd ground. Uh, it was you know the, the chant went up. You'd have heard it in the live stream of consciousness about was it a library? Um, I've been in more exciting libraries in my time, listeners. There's been some nice libraries in my time, actually. Yeah, it was a shame though, John. You're right. Um the opening goal was was so fast in real time. I couldn't actually told you in the moment until I saw the replay as to what actually happened. It was a it was a clearance from bar after a fashion, and it seemed to come back. I thought it was actually an own goal at one point, but it was off the the what for forwards. Shame and then shame to concede. But I think that I haven't seen any of the goals back, listeners, so um, you correct me, but I think it was um, probably poor defending in a tight situation, and that's been a thing that's, uh, that's, that's bev- bedeviled us for some some time. I do agree with you, John, about uh, Brook Norton Cuffey. Um, he, he's going to be the kind of player that will have good days and bad days, but when he's good, he's very, very good, as the nursery rhyme had it. And Probably when he's poor, he's, he's horrid. But um, I thought he really, you know, he's, he's got skill. He can dribble, and um, he got in amongst it yesterday. So it was good to see... Um, but I do agree, that <laughs> probably as a defensive presence, um, he's not really going to be there for his uh, you know, his tracking back. Um, but yeah, good stuff to all. Probably would have taken it at the start of the day, as, as, as uh, others have said, actually. We're going to close the voicemails now with um, our regular correspondent. Always good to hear from Jim Hackett. Always look forward to Jim's thoughts.
1: Morning, Nick. Uh, Jim Hackett, after yesterday's game where... I think Millwall managed to out-Millwall itself. uh, Looked like we were going to get a win from nowhere. And then obviously we conspired to to give that away and and get the draw. And I think before the game, we'd have been happy with the draw. After the game, I think there's a a slight bit of disappointment that we didn't hold out for the win. And at the same time, when you looked at the game, I thought it was a shocking game. I thought both sides were pretty poor. Our inability to keep hold of a football is, Amazing. Our full backs, our centre backs even, you know, when it comes down to passing the ball. I think Harding's got a little bit about himself, but the rest of them just can't pass the ball. And midfield yesterday were given passes. I think they were trying to play a passing game that the players couldn't deal with. And and to be fair to Watford, their, their sort of front players attacking midfield players were quite decent, but the rest of their team were pretty woeful as well. So. Overall, a, a draw between two bad sides and we go again. The trouble is we just need a win. If we could have held on for them three points, it would have rocketed us up to, I don't know, 10th, 11th, twelve, somewhere like that, which looks a lot better than where we are, where we're just outside the relegation. Even though we're five, six points off the the playoffs, it's, it's looking like the season's going to be a struggle unless we can get some sort of uh, manager in that can get us playing the style of football that suits the players. So I think positives from yesterday. I think hardin is a positive for us and how it took so long for him to get a game i think everybody's going to ask that question but he's a positive in in the the back line i think unfortunately for jake cooper yesterday that the one time in his life where he's trying to play football at the back and uh, i think that tells him why she just clear it and defend it because that was a terrible goal to we'll give away i think Bart is an accident waiting to happen and you know as, as good as he is with some of those reflex saves some of the basic stuff when he, he got chased down when he had the ball at his feet. It's he's like an old man, he could actually do with a Zimmer frame just to, to get going a little bit quicker, but it's uh, it's such a shame. And our two full-backs yesterday, I don't know. I think Murray, you can see with Murray, he's got something there, he does his best, it's 110. percent I think with Danny, I think the, the quality is lacking, it's not the effort, it's just the quality. And I think, um, he does get found out. I think teams look at our lineup and they must be rubbing their hands, you know, when they've got wide players who can who can go at our, our full-back. So, that, that's not a good thing. Now, positives in the midfield, I thought Saville, Dunor, uh did okay. But again, they, they were getting overrun at times because Watford like to go on the front foot and they've got players who will cheat their way through where they'll, they'll not track back. They'll know that we'll give the ball away. So, they're already in a good position to pick the ball up. So, you know, Sav and... Um, Denore did, did quite well for me, but I thought Fleming was probably our standout player yesterday. I thought he had a good game. He really wanted to put himself about and and he didn't have any problem, you know, keeping hold of the ball, using it well. And, you know, he, he got his goal. He probably should have done better when he had that, that shot after Cooper's header at the bar. But, you know, you can't moan too much about the lad. He's, he's sort of come through his bad patch, hopefully, and he's now looking like one of our top players. So... Good on him. I think uh, Bradshaw ran his knackers off. Um, I guess it's it's that thing, isn't it? You know, you look at other teams' centre forwards, and they always seem to have somebody or a striker somewhere that seems to be able to do some damage. For us, we've got to do something that that allows Bradshaw, you know, just to finish first time or or be in the right place at the right time to finish something off. He's never going to create anything, and and it's disappointing. But that's what we've got. Um, we didn't. Again, I talked about it last game, but we don't have players that that get beyond the opposition back line. I think Campbell is the one that can do it, and I think after all the criticism that's gone on, I think he's he's been sort of left out to make sure that Sav gets in and and uh, when Billy Mitchell come on, it's it's a sort of like for like. So that could be the end of Campbell for for us. But you know, unless we get a player that can get beyond, then I think we're going to struggle all the time because we're not good enough to keep the ball in front of teams. We've got to get it behind them. Like again, if you were playing four four two, you would put the ball behind. You get your wide players there. You get your second strikers in there to do the job. But overall, we took a point before the game. I think um, looking at a term to use for Millwall at the moment, and I think throughout the team we, we're looking brittle. I think brittle is a good word because it doesn't take much for teams to snap us, and we just about cling on sometimes. And I think that's what we're doing at the moment in our away games. We've got Southampton next. Now, that could be a, a game that we could go out and, uh, you know, find a spark and and really rough them up a little bit. But have we got the players to do it? So, I don't envy Adam Barrett getting prepared for that game because he doesn't look like we've got a manager on the horizon at the moment. But you never know. Let's hope the, the hierarchy are, are taking their time for a good reason rather than see who's available after QPR appoint their, their next manager. OK, well, good luck, everybody. And... Uh, on to Southampton, come on, you Lions! Great stuff. Thank you, Jim. I always look forward to Jim's
0: contribution. It always make me think about the game that I've just watched. Jim, stuff. Um, I do think whoever we appoint at whatever stage of the season, I'm hoping. And I don't know why, if it, you know, I don't really know what to make of Musket as a manager. Everyone telling me that he's done really, really well in, in Japanese football and he knows and pasta So that's that seems to be his main. Um, you know, on on his resume, that seems to be the main attribute. Um, I'm hoping he's going to bring in and put a little bit of spine in the team, but he does only have the squad that's out there at the moment, certainly until January. There's a lot of football to be played between whenever uh, the new man, whether that's uh, Muscat or Beall or, or somebody else, whoever comes in has got to try and work with the squad as it is. And I think, you know, John's uh, Jim's critique it's just made there is is very accurate. So there's going to be limits as to what can be done in the short term. Maybe changes can be made in that January window. Maybe some of the kids can come through. We I saw last week that um, Adam Malarkey, our, our, our very promising um, defender, has been signed to a full contract now. So you know whether there's scope for recruitment from within or whether it's going to be outing a few of the the uh you know the, the lesser lights of the squad in January, I don't know, but we've got a little bit of a way to go till then um holding the ball up yeah, I mean, I said repeatedly yesterday listen, the ball don't stick all we we're doing is giving it back to the yellow shirts who are coming on at us or yellow and black shirts yesterday um and I do love the phrase um I love two phrases actually Jim uh, one was that we out mill walled ourselves and I think that was that was one way to put it with that late late equalizer haven't got in front. And the other one that I won't forget now is Bart with a Zimmer frame. Um, LOL, as the kids say, laughing out loud, rolling around on the floor, laughing out loud. I think that's probably the show. Now, the listeners, I'm just going to close with my um, the question, the answer to the the two pundit questions. I'm going to play out with those. I hope you enjoyed this show. I'm sorry it's so late. I had uh, my daughter around today, so I haven't had much chance to do any editing today. So um, hence it's going out late on on Sunday night, but. Um, that's going to be that. I'm going to take a few days off from podcasting for this week and we'll be back off that very tough fixture next Saturday versus Southampton. Until then, dear listeners, from me, Nick Hart, thank you for listening. Signing out. Arriva dirty all and bye for now. So there we are, dear listeners. I hope you enjoyed today's show. The answers to today's punditgames.co.uk question. um, We had one easy, one hard. I I think easy and hard, personally. Let's start with a hard one, the Football League question. This was the Celtic goalkeeper. um, Started his career at Celtic, made his name at Cardiff City, 264 appearances. Played for the Scottish national team. Um, The name of that goalkeeper, which I wouldn't have got in a million years, to be absolutely honest with you, dear listeners, is David Marshall. David Marshall. And then the slightly more straightforward question. This is the Brazilian uh, superstar, uh, FC Barcelona, 68 goals for Barcelona, 2013-17, Paris Saint-Germain. 69 goals playing for them at the moment. Brazilian national team plus 73 goals for the Brazilians. Wow. It is, of course, Neymar. Neymar. So visit um, punditgames.co.uk for the number one football quiz game for more questions like that. It's a cracking Christmas present for the football head in your life,
2: dear listeners. Thank you for listening. Arrivederci, Millwall. Bye for now.